Good afternoon, everybody. This is uh, Lane from Ungoverned Sales. Uh, today, I'm going to be doing a solo podcast. Uh, just a couple, couple quick items just to kind of clean house and get you guys caught up. So, me and Craig are uh, both going through our own shit right now. Getting out of the Navy, transitioning, getting moved back to the Midwest, starting our, starting our lives. He's got to get his family all moved. I'm just starting on mine. Um, it's been hectic. It's been hectic as fuck. And I've just started a new job about a month, a month ago. Uh, and I've traveled every day except for two days of it so far. Hopefully that'll kind of die off here soon. That's what they're telling me. If it doesn't, I'll fucking quit. I don't really want to do that. Um, but yeah. So... I'm doing a solo episode today because I've had a lot weighing on my mind about uh, the military and getting out and I guess the biggest key point to take away from this episode today is about transition. (laughs) Not that kind of transition. I know what my asshole friends in the libertarian community and on Twitter have been talking about lately. Uh, I'm not talking about that one both uh talking more about transition from military to civilian life or you know it, it's i guess it's kind of universal not just that it, it could be for you know your kids that are getting out of college first getting into the workforce and things of that nature uh i guess what i'm looking at covering today is more about the individual transition and the stresses that come with it. Thing, things like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. For me, it's not, it's far from PTSD. I don't think that. I, I was never a fucking warfighter. Like, yeah, I've deployed and, you know, we've been in a little bit of combat. But nothing, nothing batshit, right? So it's not PTSD. But there's a lot of transition issues and anxiety and depression and confusion that go with getting out of the military. And uh, let me just say it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. So that's that's what I'm going to be going over today in this episode. It's, (laughs) It's not like anybody fucking hears it anyway. But... Just wanted to clear, clarify that, get that out of the way. So, where do I start this? Uh, oh yeah, I know where I want to start it. So, my old roommate and me, uh, we are both semi in charge of our prospective divisions on deployment. He was more on, we were both in, uh, I keep it vague, uh, communications fields. And he was in one shop and I was in another. And after after we got back from deployment, uh, I had a rough patch with my girlfriend. I moved out of her place and moved in with him. And I came to find he had a lot of the same issues that I had where, you know, we were fucking 19-year-old kids at the time. And now, you know, here we were two years later. We were like 21, 22. And we were like, what the fuck did we just go through? Like, how crazy is it 
that we were fucking bum-rushed through this training, put on a ship, given a couple months to fucking ready ourselves mentally and physically, and then just booted. Just booted out there. Sorry, I'm opening a beer. Bear with me. So we get sent on deployment. And you know, it's fucking hit the ground running or eat shit, right? Those are your two options. And me and him were a couple of the guys that kind of hit the ground running. Not not bragging by any means. We just adapted to our situation better than a lot did. But when we came home, uh, you start to see, uh, I guess, residual effects of that. Because in order to be good at operating, you have to be... First of all, you, you gotta you gotta know your shit, and you've got to be very confident in that because people above you, people below you, people to the left and the right of you will question every fucking thing you do. And not even to say that that's even a wrong thing, you know. It's a it it creates redundancy, so it's necessary, I guess. Uh, but you got to be sure of your shit, and you got to be cold. You got to be able to tell people that they're, you know, inhibiting things and tell them to fuck off. You got to tell people above you that they are in the wrong and then deal with the the responses that you get afterwards. Let me tell you, fuck off, get off of this, uh, go clean toilets. And then you find out that they were were wrong and you were right and it screwed something up and they get mad at you about that. And they, you know, beat the shit out of you in the fan room or you get in fucking arguments or they send you cranking or you... You know, it's just fucking stupid ass, doggy uh, dog world kind of shit there. Uh, yeah, so you go through all that, and then you get back and you start living like a normal life again. We were in the yards for the last part of me and my old roommate being in, right? So it was almost a regular nine to five, you know, they used to have the stupid bureaucratic bullshit and all the garbage that comes with being in the military. But no deployments, none of that. Extra added stress of doing underways, doing training or anything like that. It was just fucking yards work, maintenance, installing new equipment, shit like that. Nothing too crazy. But you start realizing that you have residual feelings from from that era of your life and it can affect you in some pretty serious ways and so one of the things that me and me and my old roommate did to uh to counter that uh, yeah who gives a fuck if it's illegal this is what the libertarian community is about right we did shrooms like a lot of fucking shrooms to uh to help us cope and i'm i'm not sorry about that because i was Let's just say I was on the edge for for a hot minute. A hot minute. I was tearing myself apart. I was making my friends and my family fucking hate me. Uh, I, d- I did shrooms in it. Like it uh, I guess it kind of reset me in a way. I was able to sort my shit out and better myself as an individual. And I, I don't know if it was necessarily the shrooms, but they changed my mindset and my outlook, and by changing that, I was able to look introspectively and change who I was as a person. So I adapted to that. 
and I adapted to the environment. And after a couple years of doing shrooms, and you know, we'd go, we went out in nature a lot. We, oh God, like every weekend for like a year and a half straight, we'd go out to Shenandoah and we'd do off trail camping. That's that's some crazy shit. You get out there and you can get fucking lost in Shenandoah. It is. It is dense out there, but it's beautiful. Some of the most stunning sights in the entire world, even. I've been around the fucking world. I can tell you firsthand. Uh, some of the most stunning sights out there. And you, you know, you do a little shrooms or whatever <laughs> while you're out there. It's, uh, it's a good time. But that kind of kind of straightened me out for a little bit, and it got me on my way to help me finish out with my naval career. So fast forward about two years from there and it's uh me transitioning out of the military it was my last couple months in and i uh it's a shit show we we get a bunch of new kids all at the same time and me and my old generation are getting out all at the same time so i'm trying i am just fucking the phrase that they use in the military a lot is data dumping right i'm just blurring blurting shit out i'm like here's this you're gonna need to know this 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 and like you know what am i supposed to do write in a fucking book like write it all down or something i and so i the strategy i used is i just i would take a particular kid and i'd be like all right you go you go here i'm gonna teach you this equipment and i need you to retain everything you can that i teach you right and then i'd go to this guy and i'd be like all right you're gonna be uh, dealing with the with the ITs, right? So you, you're you're gonna need to know how to do this, this, and this. All right, you're gonna be focused on comsec, so you need to know this, this, and this. So I did that, and I kind of divvied it up and paired it out. But I felt I feel like you know it, it was probably three or four months of doing that, and I feel like I still left those kids barren, you know. And what's wild is. I gave them more training than anybody ever fucking gave me. But why is that? Why is it that, you know, you get trained, like, once a month on how to not fucking rape people. I, we all know damn well how to do that. But God forbid you actually get any kind of training on how to do your actual fucking job. The whole reason that you're out there in the first place. None of that. Didn't do any of that shit. Right? So... So what's, what's the fucking point of all the training that we go through if you can't even do your job effectively? I'll tell you, there, there isn't a point. There really isn't. I don't know. So that's where, that's where I was at with transitioning out. And uh, I got to about a month out, right? And I was like, Oh, fuck. I am now within 30 days of getting out. And I started panicking, right? I was like, I haven't been preparing myself for getting out. I prepared my shop. I prepared my sailors. I prepared my leadership. You know, going through and showing them, all right, this person's going to be taking my place on this stuff. This guy you can trust to do this. I've worked a lot with this guy on this, so he's probably going to be really good at these things, right? Shit like that. So I prepared everybody, except for myself. And, you know, is that good leadership or is it bad? Because, you know, I took care of all my people. But if I can't take care of myself, then what fucking good is any of that? Right? So, my last 30 days, I'm 
panicking. I go through what they call TAPS class, right? Transition Assistance Program, or whatever the hell it stands for. Uh, and this was, the COVID shit was still going on pretty bad. So they weren't having the class, right? It's supposed to be like a week-long in-person class where you meet with individual people from like the USO and uh, the VA and all, all that shit, right? And they get, they get you a bunch of contacts and they teach, they teach you how to fill out forms. They give you a bunch of information. They give you a bunch of pamphlets, paperwork. And it, I've heard it's pretty overwhelming, but it's also super helpful. They help you to write resumes. They help you apply to college if that's what you wanted to do. They help you. They they assist in applying for jobs if that's what you want to do. You want to get straight into the workforce or whatever. They're really helpful, kind of. But uh, but we didn't have that through COVID because there's no fucking backup program to any of this shit. So you know what we did for a week? We did fucking death by powerpoints on Teams meetings. And first of all, good luck retaining jack shit of information after. 20 minutes on a Teams meeting, good fucking luck, right? Staring at this computer screen and actually trying to retain that shit. It ain't happening. And then second of all, the people were like at their houses and I can remember several instances where they were like, well, this person was supposed to join and talk to you guys about this, but it appears that they're not online and shit like that. Like they just weren't showing up for these Teams meetings. So we only got probably two-thirds of the people that you're even supposed to get to start with, and then half of those people, right, were, they, they looked like they were fucking drunk, or they weren't, they just didn't give a shit, they fucking depressed, because everybody was goddamn depressed in the heat of this COVID shit, right? So, a, thir- a third of the people that were supposed to be giving us training didn't give a shit, a third of them didn't show up, so when we got really a third of the information that, that you're even supposed to get... So I'm transitioning out, and I don't know shit. And my LPO is like, "Well, did you make sure that you signed up for this, or did you make sure you uh, created an, a, a separate account on my page so that after you get out, you'll be set up for this?" And I'm like, "What? No, nobody told me to do that." And he's like, "Oh yeah, you're supposed to learn that in Taps." I'm like, "Oh fucking great!" So I didn't, I, I didn't learn any of the essential shit that I was supposed to. Whatever, right? So I go to medical to get out, right? And so first of all, they do they do like a physical fitness test and you gotta meet with a physician and all that shit whenever you're transitioning out. And they, they check to make sure that you're good. Well, I met with my, the, the corpsman first, right? They pre-screen you. And they set me up for an appointment to meet my physician for like three weeks out. And I was like, Whoa, three weeks out is going to have me within, like, at the time it was, like, within two days of me getting out of the military. I was like, so, that's not going to really work out for me, because my last two days I'm going to be running around doing a lot of shit trying to get off this boat. And they're like, oh, well, there's not really much we can do. So, I actually, I was like, whatever. I walked out, and I came back there, like, two days later and had, like, a fucking panic attack. I was like, I need to speak to a physician, you know, <laughs> just went in there raising hell, and that that's the only way you can get anywhere with medical and pretty much any military installation that I've uh, acquainted myself with, so finally they, they fucking took care of me, a physician was like, I got you, come in here, we'll talk, and they got me all set up, and I told them about my migraines and stuff like that, and all the issues I'd, I'd been having, 
and they were like, well, have you made your VA claim yet? I was like, uh, no, I haven't. And she was like, well, you're supposed to do that up to 30 days before you get out, but after you hit that 30-day marker, you got to wait until you get out of the Navy. I was like, oh, shit. All right, well, that's no good. Keep in mind, I've had these, these headaches since 2017 on fucking deployment, right? So I've been fighting these on and off, and they've been trying me on a bunch of different medications. Uh, for years now, they've been trying me on different medications, and none of them work. They either stop the migraines but make me fucking brain dead, or they don't stop them at all, and now I'm just taking this fucking foreign substance, and it's not doing anything to stop my migraines, but goddamn, it makes me droggy, or it makes me feel like I'm fucking floating. It, it fucks with your brain, right? So whenever I got out, I started smoking this THC pen, Immediately, my migraines are gone. Immediately. They'll give you all the fucking drugs in the world. They don't give a shit if you drink yourself to death. But God forbid the military allow you to smoke a little bit of fucking THC, right? Because then they'll chastise you and chop your balls off before locking you in the brig for six months. Right? No. Can't have that. None of that bullshit. It's way too easy. So, I, I was battling the migraine issue. Right, they told me go to the VA about it. I was like, okay then. And I contacted the the USO to get in contact with the VA. Uh, I've now reached out to my quote unquote VA uh, supervisor. The original one I reached out to twice and didn't hear back, so I contacted the USO again. And they're like, oh, we'll get you in touch with uh, AMVETS. They're they're supposed to hook you up, right? American Veteran Organization or something like that. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. So they gave me the contact information for a couple people on that. And I, I sent out emails and I made phone calls. Guess how much I've heard back from them. I've been out for a month now. Not a goddamn word. Not a goddamn word from these people. And they're supposed to be the ones that give a shit and take care of people. And when, you know, whenever uh, people donate to helping veterans and shit like that. The money goes to these people that don't give a fuck about the actual veterans. They don't give a fuck about helping you to get a, you know, either a disability claim or to even getting you proper health care for issues that you had from the military. Because I'll tell you goddamn what, I never had a migraine once in my life until after deployment when those fucking jets are landing right above where your birthing is at. That is an ungodly noise and a screech whenever they're pulling back the landing, the arresting gear. It's deafening, right? I'd wake up in the morning and my eardrums would fucking hurt. My eardrums would hurt. So there was a point on deployment where I was jamming earbuds into my ears to use them as fucking earplugs at night. Just to help with my fucking eardrums not getting obliterated by these jets landing right above me. Because they put the birthing in the worst spot fucking possible. I guess it's better than being down in the below decks where some of the other crew members are. Because they were down there probably getting their fucking balls radiated by reactors. And, you know, they were always like, no, 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 it's safe down here. But, like, I, we were using, we were using the, the uh, radiator meters and stuff like that. And they definitely would pick up radiation inside of the birthings so they were getting radiated and they're like oh it's just small amounts you know it's not a whole lot of exposure okay not a whole lot of exposure but doesn't it have a thing called like tactime or uh 
like ra the ra radiation sticks around and it builds up over time. So these these bastards that are that are down there and they sleep every night for fucking you know if they're lucky eight hours. But even when they don't get woke up in the middle of the night, that's where you go down to hang out. It's where you're recreational. It's the Mestex is right above there. Uh, so let's say roughly these poor bastards are spending ten hours a day down there getting their fucking balls radiated, but. Uh, nothing will ever come of that. They don't give a shit. So, that stuff didn't, the, the medical side did not go well for me transitioning. But, I found self-medication helps, you know, shrooms every once in a while. Uh, I smoke that, that THC pen whenever those migraines are coming on. And pretty much it just puts me to sleep. It's kind of strong shit, right? It's uh, it's not like a real crazy high or anything. I just hit that a couple times and I'm able to either chill out or watch a movie or fall asleep, whatever. Uh, you guys should definitely try it if you got migraines. Just it, it's it's actually a CDB or a CBD uh, pen with THC in it. It's Delta. Nine? I don't know. I heard somewhere that they were going to be banning that shit. Because it's, it's right on the border of being illegal. But apparently it's still technically illegal. Because I bought it in fucking Indiana. Which, you know, in, Indiana's stuck in the 1950s. So that shit won't get legalized for another 50 years. Which, whatever. I don't even want to get into that. Uh, but yeah, that, that stuff is definitely a good alternative to the harmful sumatriptan-like drugs that they, they give you for migraines. So if you do get migraines, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to do something that's going to get you fired, but if you have that availability, it might be worth looking into. Just try it out. You know, I got the vape pen for, I think it was 25 bucks or something. Significantly cheaper than getting the medication, you know. Since the fucking VA doesn't provide it, Where else am I going with this? Man, I need a cigarette. <laughs> Alright, so I transitioned out. And while it, when I first got out, I noticed I was really struggling to relax. Which is always, you know, kind of an issue I'd have whenever I'd come home uh, on, on leave, right? Like, you, you get out there and, like, I had strugg I struggled with fucking sleeping in, with... Uh, going out with friends and shit like that it was always back in the back of my mind I was always like ah, I gotta get I got, gotta get back to work here soon you know uh, and that kinda happened whenever I got out too but it wasn't the same it was uh, it was like oh I gotta find a good job I gotta provide for my family you know I gotta I gotta get a good house I gotta get a new vehicle I gotta get my shit together I gotta focus on getting my wife her shit together, taking care of her, and, you know, also being her bumper guard and helping her get through college, helping her get all of her shit done and whatnot, right? Uh, I think I was just overloading myself because I didn't have a central thing to focus on, you know? I wasn't focused on, oh, I got to replace this system or some some Navy shit, you know? I, I actually had time to let my fucking mind wander again, and I didn't know how to handle it. 
but there's like a lot of things that I'm learning I don't necessarily know how to handle. So I, I, got, I started this job, right? This new job. And whenever I, I applied for the job and got hired and went through the whole interview process and all that shit, I specifically told them I don't want to travel a lot, right? Which, you know, to each their own. Some people love to travel. I enjoyed it when I was younger, but I'm married now and I'm trying to start a family and all that. And, you know, I'm getting to be an agorist and, I, you know, I wanted to grow a huge garden this year and get chickens and stuff like that. Uh, I can't do that if I'm traveling a lot. And that's just fucking what I want to do right now, you know? Like, and now I'm out of the military, I'm like, I'm going to do what I want. And I specifically told them when I got hired on for this job, I don't want to travel that much. You know, once in a while or for training, whatever. I don't mind. It's not that I'm strictly against it. I just don't want my job to be traveling. That's why I got out of the Navy. If I wanted to travel, you know, I was already six years into that bitch. I, I could have just rode that out for another 14. But I specifically chose to not do that. This job says, okay, yeah, no problem. We, we completely understand. Uh, you'll just be covering, like, your general area, you know. I was like, cool, cool. Uh, so they're like, all right, well, your training is, is going to be out in one state that's on the West Coast, right? I was like, okay. So uh, I went out there for a week of training. And in the middle of my week out there, I uh, I got a call from who is going to be my boss back home in Indiana. He's like, hey, man, so uh, yeah, how's the training going out there? I was like, oh, it's good. I'm, I'm learning a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm pretty excited to do this job. He's like, yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, so we're going to need you to go out to another state that's a uh, more central state, right? And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, we're going to need you to go out there for an install. You're going to be out there for two weeks. I was like, um, Okay. You know, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, I said I didn't want to fucking travel, but, you know, whatever. I'm the, I'm the new guy that wants to send me out there. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be leaving on Monday. And I was like, fucking what? And uh, I just, I bit my tongue, right, because it was fucking Wednesday of that week, and I was going to be there through Saturday. Saturday morning, I was flying back home, right? So they wanted me to get up early on Monday and fly out to a new place for two weeks, Right? So I got off the phone with him after being flabbergasted by that shit. Uh, and I, I went to the HR guy, because I was at you know the main, uh, the main office site. Uh, I went over to the HR guy, and I told him, I was like, hey man, I'm, I'm going to put this out right the fuck now. Uh, I specifically said I'm not going to travel for this job. And they're making me travel for the first entire fucking month that I was here. I'm not doing that. So, if this is the way that this job is going to be, then we need to just save each other time, and y'all book me a flight back home, and we'll call it a fucking day. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa man, no, 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 there's no, no need to, no need to get uh, frustrated about it, it's just, it's just training stuff, it's just training stuff. Like, okay, yeah, it seems like bullshit to me, y'all said that about the first week that I was going to be out there, which, you know, I wasn't mad about, and then I was supposed to be shadowing a guy. No, they got me going all over the damn place. So now, I've, so we went out there. Somebody fucked up the site, messed messed some shit up, 
right? So we got out there and we couldn't do our job. So we sat there for like three days doing bullshit work. And then I got flown back home for a weekend, right? And then I got flown back there the following Monday, which is where I'm at now, right? And I've been working with a couple of the uh, couple of the other guys that are, I guess, I guess they're kind of the, the technical gurus on this stuff for installing equipment. And they're really cool guys. I, they've been very cool to, to me and very, very casual, but there's certain things that are just really fucking irking me, and I don't know if the issue is me as an individual or if the issue is maybe the, the way that the Navy brought me up or if the issue is them or it's the difference between generations. I don't know what the fucking difference is. But they're two, they're two older guys in their 50s and, you know, they're, they're smart and they like to shoot the shit and that's cool, whatever. I don't... I don't have any fucking issues with them, right? But... One of them keeps calling me boy, right? And, you know, they, uh, they, they make me do, like, the minuscule tasks of, like, you know, get, get all the tools together and go grab me this and hold the flashlight and, you know, this, that, and the other. Just, just the, the, all the little shit, right? I don't know how to relay to them, these dudes that have done mediocre jobs all their lives but you know they oh by the way both of them have been out at the company for five years or less right but they've been doing jobs like this their, their whole lives right i don't know how to relay to them that i'm not a fucking boy i'm not some kid that's gonna do your errand shit i got hired on as a fucking engineer because i know my shit because i've been overseas and i've worked in fucking hazardous environments i've worked in 120 fucking degree weather while jets were flying above me, working on fucking radar systems in the middle of the fucking Indian Ocean, while a Russian ship is pulled up beside us fucking aiming their guns at me. You think I don't know how to fucking wire up a stupid-ass system? What in these guys' minds makes them think that I'm some fucking boy? What makes them think that that's even... A reasonable perspective to have on me. I've fucking been around the world. I know, I guarantee I know more about electronics than they do. Because after we started pulling all the electronics and all the wiring and shit apart, they got, they didn't know the fucking ass from their elbow. And I came in and I actually know how to read schematics and shit like that because on top of being in the military, I was, I was in like an engineering program uh, beforehand. So I'm very familiar with electronics and diagrams and wiring and schematics and things of that nature, right? So I just fucking fed through there, and I did, and they were talking to you know one of their support guys on the phone, and I'm like, no, it's it's this goes into here, blah, blah blah. You guys don't care about the fucking details, but I got all the shit sorted out and wired up and figured out in fucking 20 minutes flat, and they've been working on it all goddamn day, and they're like, huh? All right, well, you did a good job, you know. Now, now they're fucking congratulating me. Now that you know, I showed my stuff, showed my fucking worth, right? But, but what the fuck is that? Like, I, I told them what I'd done. They knew what I was, who I was. 
one of the guys was in on my, my interview process. So he knew exactly where the fuck I came from. He knew exactly what my job was before him. Did he, did he think I just didn't fucking do anything? I don't know. But I got fucking irrationally mad about it. And yeah, I, I kept my cool. I just shut my fucking mouth. But in my head, I was, I was going fucking ballistic in a way that I, I haven't in a long time. And, you know, I got, I got on Reddit and was, ta- and was talking in the, the veteran community on there a little bit. And there's a lot of other dudes that I talked to on there that have had similar issues. Where they're like, man, the military was bullshit. It was absolutely fucking garbage. But I learned how to be hot shit there. You know, fucking fire makes steel harder kind of thing. You know, like, uh, I, I don't know. Just, uh, it, it, it is. It's forged by fire shit. You get, you get good by being given a shit environment. And then you, you deal with these civilian fucking cucks. And they, they, don't, they don't know. They don't know what you are. They don't know what you've been through. And, and they think that you're just a fucking another kid. Like, sure, I'm only in my mid-twenties, but I've lived the life of somebody that's fucking 50 by now. And to me, there's something to be said for that, but apparently not to them. And it makes me mad. makes me really fucking mad. And I don't know how to handle that. Like I was saying, a lot of guys on Reddit, they talked about it too, and uh, about how they get this irrational frustration and almost anxiety that goes with it, which I guess is kind of why I felt the need to do this podcast today. And I know this isn't our usual shit. Not that we even have usual shit, but I had to... I guess I just had to get on here and, and sort that out. Maybe maybe some of y'all out there know what I'm talking about or what I'm going through. Maybe, if anybody's fucking listening to it. But yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to handle it. It's not... Like I said, it's not fucking PTSD. But like... I was mad and I started sweating and I thought I was going to lose control for a fucking minute about something that's, you know, in looking at it from a rational mind, which I'm sure a lot of you are on there, you're like, why are you getting that mad about it? They're assholes, whatever. They'll sweat off your back. But like, it really fucking bothered me to my core and I don't know how to deal with that, I guess. Like, maybe I am being irrational, but that doesn't mean that I can just fucking blow it off. I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's no other way to describe it. And when I was looking it up, looking more into it, they were like, yeah, it's anxiety attack, which is often triggered by things like PTSD. And I'm like, bitch, I don't have fucking PTSD. That's not, that's not what this is. You know, it's not like I'm some fucking crazy, you know, I'm a Marine that's been through fucking Kuwait or some bullshit. It's just the environment that I went from to the environment I'm in now is like fucking whiplash. And I don't know how to fucking cope with it. 
And every time I try to talk to my family about it, they don't understand. They don't fucking get it. They either think that I'm acting out irrationally, or they're like, yeah, man, that sucks. But they don't fucking get it. So who do you talk to? Who do you go to? It's not like I... (laughs) It's not like I can go to the VA and talk to somebody about it. Am I gonna, am I gonna have to get a fucking therapist to talk through my issues? I don't want to do that shit. I did it once before, and let me tell you, that didn't do a goddamn thing for me. It may work for some of y'all, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say that you shouldn't go see a therapist because for some people, I've heard it works. I've heard from very close people to me that it, uh, you know, it saved their lives, and good for them. Uh, I just, I don't personally see the value in it. I didn't get anything out of it. So what do I do? What do I do in this situation? And I can't fucking quit this job because with the anxiety of this, I have more anxiety about what if I quit or I act irrationally and I get fucking fired. How am I going to provide for my family? How am I going to take care of myself? How am I going to give them all the things that I think that my family deserves. It's like I it's like I went from being trapped in one way to being trapped in a completely different way. With the Navy I was trapped in in like a box. But with this it's like I, I feel like I'm uh like free falling or whatever, you know? It it's it's trapped as in like I'm I'm stuck in this in this fucking this spiral, like this downward spiral, and I don't know how to stop myself from falling down that. I'm doing what I can to not get back into drinking or to turn to hard drugs and things like that. And I, uh, I, I see like a lot of friends of mine that have gotten out that have turned to those things and that's not the answer. <laughs> that's just shit not the answer and uh, I, you know, to all my buddies that are getting out, that are going through this stuff, I know a couple of my, my new kids, uh, I keep calling you kids, I shouldn't call you kids, you're grown ass men, but some of the newer guys on our boat, they, they listen too, uh, don't go down that route. Let me tell you, that's that's no fucking good either. But I, as of right now, I can't tell you what the answer is. I know there's a couple of situations and places where I do feel like I, I fit in, like I found myself. Like uh, a big one is in, uh, my grandfather got me into masonry, and you know I feel like I've really uh, connected with that community met a lot of good ass people anybody that tells you you know masonry is like cults and stuff like that don't let them fucking fool you it's they and they'll tell you this is not secret information this is you'll find it on their fucking web page if you google them uh it's 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 a fraternity of good men working together to become greater men right that's it it's just good dudes coming together and having each other's backs and trying to better themselves and their community around them. And there's something to be said for that in its, in its most pure, genuine form. Uh, it's just a basic building block. It's, it, it was a solid 
It was a solid move. I got into that right before I joined the Navy. Uh, been in se- seven years now, which is fucking insane to say. But it's it's been helpful since I got out. And then another thing that I turned to uh, is I, I haven't been doing the podcast very much, but I have been involving myself a lot more with the libertarian or maybe not libertarian, but liberty-minded community. Uh, you know, communicating with a lot of people on Twitter. I, I joined the Mises Caucus Discord. I become a delegate of my county. Um, I'm affiliating a lot more with the Libertarian Mises Caucus people. That's been good. It's been good to see that. Did a little bit of volunteering, a little bit of, little bit of uh, networking with some like-minded individuals. They're, they're different, but they're good people. Uh, I think finding finding something to put my mind towards that helps a lot. But you know, when I'm out here and I'm um, I'm out working on business, I can't do that stuff. I can't fucking get away. And then I, you know, I got to deal with these guys being fucking disrespectful assholes. And what do you do about that? Do it. You know, in the military, you fucking pop off, or you check their shit, or you just, uh, you just fucking ignore them. But here, they're like my supervisors, even though I'm the head technician on all this shit. Even though I've been working for these motherfuckers for three weeks, and I'm the head technician. Are you shitting me? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. But I guess I, I got on here just to kind of put all that shit out in words to, to, I guess, talk to the people that are willing to listen, the people that I'm hoping y'all have an understanding of where I'm coming from. If you do, know you're not alone, reach out to me. I've had a couple people reach out. And, you know, I was in our last episode, I was talking about my frustration with, with the government and my, fr- my disgust with being part of it. You know, uh, I had a few people reach out and they're like, man, I completely get it. I'm hoping if there's any others like that out there that you, uh, you reach out to, you know, if not to me, any of the other, any of the other, uh, bro vets in the libertarian community, I'm, I'm sure that they'd be inclined to, to have this talk with you, I've I've talked with a couple of them before, but I know I know some of the the good ones that would that have openly said before that you can always talk to them or like uh, like Pat from Uncensored, Uncensored Tactical, uh, Matt Freeman from Status Quo and Typo and Luke the, the fucking mongooses from Biting the Bullet. They're good people. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they've necessarily been through the same stuff, but, you know, they're, they're good people to reach out to. Uh, I don't know, guys. This was kind of a pukey episode. I just fucking threw some stuff out there. It's just a lot of stuff that's been on my mind. and You know, I've seen a little bit of conversation about it in the libertarian community, and I'm, I guess I'm or more so veteran community, which tends to be more libertarian-minded. Uh... Figured I'd just put it out there. Anyway, if you guys, if you guys want to reach out, talk to me. It'll be good. Uh, hope you didn't hate this episode too bad. 
But anyway, yeah, follow, follow me on uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm, I, I know last episode, which was like a fucking month ago, I said I was gonna make a uh, ungoverned sales uh, podcast Twitter, and I didn't. So I'm doing that tonight. I've I've actually already started doing it. Um, I'm gonna upload all that. Upload this episode to that. I'm gonna start putting more episodes on there. I know we fucking slacked off after other podcasters told me like the only thing you need to make sure you do to have a successful podcast is to uh have consistency i have zero consistency it's why our podcast is a fucking shithole and i'm just talking to a fucking phone right now but whatever anyway you guys fucking take care of yourselves right